I'm so glad that Garth's my friend. This is a friendship that will never, never end. No. Hi, Garth. Hi. <laughs> can you tell that I watched the Bray Wyatt segment seconds before yeah. coming on air today? And you can tell Rob isn't here too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rob isn't here. Um, what, what's he doing this week? I'm trying to think. See, he found out that playing an Xbox is ridiculous because the controller's a piece of shit and there's no good exclusive games. So he's off to sitting in a hole, like, and thinking about... You're crying. Yeah, who's going to buy my Xbox because no one wants an Xbox? <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> it's a sad existence. How are you this week, Gaff? Good, good, yeah. Uh, some solid uh, impact wrestling. Yeah. It's quite been... a slow week. It's the only yeah. real thing we're talking about this week. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually doing not too bad. I finished uni this week, which has me excited. Probably finished for good. Um, not for good, like for the summer, which is still like a good two, three months. So yeah, yeah good. I can. Hence, why we're doing a secret project, which will be announced at some point <laughs> <laughs> next week. Which you know, I have many guests, but I haven't managed to find a show that Garth wants to come on for. But yeah. I'll come on. Yeah, you and I, I know, but the thing is, uh, I I don't know why we're discussing this in there. We'll discuss this off air because it isn't even fucking announced yet, but um, <laughs> at least not officially. But this week, this week we have news. A very small amount of news because Rob was just like around around twelve hours ago. Actually, was like, "Hey, Chris, I'm not going to be able to make it. So, um, can you host?" I'm like, "Yeah, cool." I'm like, "Do you have any news items?" No. So the news is going to be quite short this week. Um, we are also going to be going over Raw. Um, we're skipping SmackDown because I don't think me or Gaff have watched SmackDown. Nope. Nope. Um, nice, so. <laughs> um, we are also going to be go- going over quickly New Japan Dontaku with the full cards and just going over the main events. And also talking about the Jay White versus Hiroki Goto match from, fuck, what's it called? Wrestling Hinokuni, which sounds like some sort of RPG. But oh well. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was like, it sounds like Nino Cooney. Yeah, it's like it's like game any get. I've only played the first one on the PS3, whatever, whichever one that was. Was it good? It was pretty good, but it was pretty long. I only got halfway through. No, that's the problem with RPGs, though. Like, I've been playing fucking Kingdom Hearts, and like, I'm eight hours in and I've barely achieved anything. <laughs> like that's why I'm terrified of starting. I've had The Witcher sitting there for two years. Oh, I don't dude. I have like breath. I just got Breath of the Wild a few weeks ago, and I'm eight hours in, and I've not even like beat gotten the first um whatever it's called. Yeah, like the big thing, and apparently you can go like right to Ganon, but fucking, I don't. I don't feel prepared. I get I get beaten up by those little people in the overworld. I just will. So in terms of the news, first of all, Rob, you're editing this. I'm I'm sorry that the Xbox is shit. It happens to everyone. Not everyone. It didn't happen to me and Gav because we fought ahead with this sort of thing. <laughs> but you're going to have to give me some music. Because, Gav, do you know what time it is? Time to load up the cannon. <laughs> the cannon? The news cannon? <laughs> the new- Hang on, sorry. Pause the music, Rob. The news cannon? Yeah. What the fuck is the news cannon? <laughs> you know, your weekly dose of news it's glasses like, fit in your ear Brexit! 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 Wrestling! <laughs> okay, Rob, it's back up. Give us 
the music. There's only four items here. Um, Cody uh, versus Goldust, aka Dustin Rhodes, is happening at um, United Week. What the fuck? What the fuck is it called? Shit. Um, double or nothing. Um, Fear and Loathing for ICW has moved from the big arena in Glasgow, the Hi- SSC Hydro, to um, SWG3 for a two-night stay. The brackets for Super Strong Style 16 have been announced, including matches like Chris Brooks versus Ilya Dragunov, Kyle O'Reilly versus Chris Ridgway, and Lucky Kid versus Jordan Davlin. And there is a new Impact streaming service, which has Garth quite excited. And in other news, Chris is very excited for the release of Honey Blood's new album with the lead single of the third degree being in his words an absolute bop and that's the end of the news so a what an absolute bop are are you not familiar with that term gaff i'm not familiar with any of the things that you said in the last three minutes (laughs) so like i after i finished talking about gold dust and the impact streaming service you were just like Mm -hmm. nothing okay so i'll take you through some of this first of all what do you think of goldie versus um, Cody versus Goldie. I think that'll be good. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be like sort of a barnstormer match, but no. it'll be a good story. Yeah, like um, you look at the other matches we have in Double or Nothing, they have Pac versus Hangman <laughs> and good. Jericho versus um, Omega yeah. and also SCU or somewhere in there. I don't actually know the card for Double or Nothing. I should probably know. But Are yeah. they Lucha Brothers on it? Mm, yeah, oh, yeah they're, t- they're facing the Young Bucks. Oh yeah, that'd be good. That'd be really good. Yeah, that'd be really. Good. Apparently, been having a deep. Apparently, the feud down they've been having in AAA is the highest numbers AAA has ha- had in years. So, yeah. but, but part of that's going to be international audiences being curious, because I'm and sure it's... it was like syndicated through America and all that. Uh, plus, it's just the fact that the Young Bucks and the Luchas, are... yeah, are quite phenomenal. Quite phenomenal tag teams. They've had so... a fight before, didn't they? They fought at WrestleCon. Yeah, um, mm. which was pretty pretty fucking good. Yeah, we've seen it. I've yeah, good things. <laughs> we'll be talking about the Lucha Brothers later in the show, actually. But um, so was it, we might as well talk about the rest of your news items since there's only three more. Um, so ICW moving to a smaller venue for their WrestleMania, which is not surprising. Apparently, um, last year the attendance for their Hydro show, which holds a, a quick reminder, it holds more people than Wembley. And it, they drew 1,600 people, apparently. Between 1,600 that's... and 2,000 are the numbers. Yeah, that's not great, is it? No. And, like, they've consistently went down. Like, they started out with 6,000 people, which is, like, just enough, about enough to justify being in the Hydro. And then 4,000, which, again, for a wrestling show, with considering the venues in Glasgow, is about, um, just about on the pre- cus- um, cusp of needing the Hydro. But then 1,600, and to be fair... I wasn't tempted with Fear and Loving last year. Like, um, but it's obviously, do you know who the New Age Click are? No. Right, okay, so they'll... It's not Kip James, it's not uh, no. Son, is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's for, for fuck's sake, girl. Uh, <laughs> right, so, but basically, like, they were the, the big heel, fa- cool heel faction in ICW. So, like, you'll know the names. You know, um, BT Gun and yeah. Wolfgang, Kaylee yeah. Ray, Stevie Boy, and Chris Renfrew. Yeah. They were your New Age click, and right. like they ran rough shot, shot. But like they've been away for a while. They had like an implosion, as all factions do. And but then like they were teasing um, the NAK coming back after they um, booked British Strong Style. So it's going to be like this big wrestling um, British indie wrestling dream match. But then Chris Renfrew 
alienated everyone backstage at ICW and it's never going to be booked there again. So it just... Like sort, of, like, sort of legit. Yeah, like legit, like he was causing problems backstage. Like one of the problems were, and I was there for that, he had a match against Joe Hendry at Shug's House Party mm-hmm. and passed out in an ankle lock spot. <laughs> and then didn't set wasn't consistently selling the ankle and it's like Joe Henry's a fucking Commonwealth Games athlete and you can't tap to him like apparently he just refuses to tap to people so he's refusing to yeah and he everyone he'd ever do a promo against he'd fucking bury and like um, for example there's a tag team called the King of the Catch who aren't anything like the Young Bucks about from the two small lads with long hair like that's basically where the similarities end but he was calling them Tesco Young Bucks, and and they, like just as they were starting to like proper proper get over. Yeah. So that's, that's bullshit. Not the best. Um. So anyway, yeah. So they randomly bring in Noam Dar because there's no one else, and it's just <laughs> does you stop caring, you know? And but also their booking has been shit. But you know that was my biggest problem. And then also the Super Strong Style 16 um things happening at. Al- Alexandra Palace. It's not only the tournament, there was also Trent Seven versus Volta to unify the Atlas Championship, which actually you'd love the concept of the Atlas Championship, Gaff. Um, like the sound of it. It is. It's a cool name. Imagine the Cruiserweight Championship, but the other way around. So only people over £205 can fight for it. Nice. That is fact. Yeah, exactly. Like you have people like Riddle versus Walter, Timothy Thatcher, Rampage, Doug Williams was in there. Like, it is literally just like the big man pounding it division. And it's amazing. Um, and anyway, so this new Impact streaming service, you know more about this than I do. <laughs> but it... Well, I, I didn't know anything about it until um, it literally popped up on, like, right at the beginning of the Rebellion, Rebellion yeah. Rebellion but then so I looked a bit more into it and I checked it out on the website, which just, I was in the middle of watching Rebellion and it spoiled mm-hmm. the... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I read it after. I read their press release afterwards, and it was just like, um, I think it's they spoiled one match, but then not the other. It was like after Brian Cage claimed yeah, the Impact Championship, and then the also LAX and Luchas burned the house down. Yeah. And it's like fucking like either spoil or don't spoil. But anyway, um, but looking into it, from what it it's basically, looks like, it just looks like it's a rebrand of the GWN. To be fair, though, it also has gonna apparently gonna have every impact on it, which is what I which is what I want from the GWN. I might do a free trial and binge some old impacts. Um, See, I, I I did subscribe to the GWN for a while, mm-hmm. but then I stopped. Well, it doesn't seem to have stopped. That's a very, that's a very TNA thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm fully expecting to get a, an email saying yeah. Yeah, uh, subscriptions expired. That is amazing. <laughs> I should put, double check if I still have mine for my free trial. Maybe, um, I mean, maybe, maybe it's like a one in a million glitch. I say one in a million, a decent, like that thing has a like, million subscribers. It's a decent service. I mean, the GWN it works. It does what it needs to, and it, it works. But also, the interface is shite. Oh, shocking! Yeah, like it's it not ha- has some good stuff. It has like um, the best of like sort of Kurt Angle or the best. Yeah, my, problem, my biggest problem was that it didn't have all the, it didn't even have all the pay-per-views, I think. So, like, it was yeah. missing a ton of content. If this just adds the missing content, it does make it worthwhile. It's for same, staying at the same price, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. So, it, yeah. it, it, I mean, it says on the thing that nothing's changed. Basically, but, so, it's an inter, so it's an interface change and more content. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. 
I'd, I'd still rather spend my eight quid a week on either progress or stardom but you know um a week if it was a week i'd definitely be saying no <laughs> <laughs> and i guess that's for news but i'd say okay you, you can tell i'm not used to hosting this shit i need to get my shit together if i'm doing a series anyway uh, on to raw gaff what do you know about raw uh, I know that um, Dean Ambrose is all but done, pretty much. Oh, yeah, he wasn't even mentioned. And uh, Bray Wyatt cut some promo on Randy. We're going to be talking about um, Bray Wyatt. I'll, I'll go through it, and we'll start up at points of interest. Which the, only other thing, the only other thing that I've seen is people saying, I've had to switch Raw off because I can't get through it. <laughs> Okay, fucking so right. So I so I watched a highlight package, and that was a slog. <laughs> right. Oh my god! Anyway, so um, we start off with Alexa Bliss announcing Drew, Ricochet, Braun, and Corbin for the Money in the Bank match. Only two of them are good choices. Like Braun mm-hmm. and Corbin won the last two matches, and they both flopped. Um, the club returned to um, job to the Usos, and then the Usos. This is one of the few points of interest. Showed a video on the Titantron with the Revival, like, shaving each other. Shaving each other? Yeah, like, shaving each other's back. Nice. Which, I'm sort of like... <laughs> I'm not used to having porn in the middle of WWE, but you know what? If that's how they're going to incorporate it, I'm totally fine with that. Like, fucking Revival are a nice couple of thick boys, but... Um, Shane McMahon shows up. I, I sort of zoned out. Great. So, um... Apparently, Leo Rush is done with main roster because he has serious heat backstage. Really? Yeah. Um, which, to be fair, he does come off as a loudmouth. So, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. He's had heat since he fucking came in with that Asker comment. So, they just completely dropped him? Yeah, he wasn't, Bobby Lashley was there and then Rush wasn't there. So, apparently, he's done with main roster and they're contemplating never bringing him back. No. Uh, shame, because he, cause he, he made Bobby Lashley interesting. I'll see him in Impact in a couple of months in. Fucking, he'd actually do really well in Impact. Um, <laughs> Viking Raiders beat Lucha House Party. That's their new name now, by the way. It's better. Viking Raiders, yeah. Well, for this week. <laughs> what do you think we'll be called next week, Gaff? Um, the, I don't know, the Viking North. Like here's what I think is going to happen one week they're going to come out um, be called the War Raiders but like in Hans's beard you're going to see a little white substance and that's because of what they had to do to Vince McMahon to get <laughs> the right name uh, so so the women's championship competitors were announced for the Money in the Bank match I don't like that they're not qualifying matches they should they should be qualifying matches Yeah. But um, because especially when you look at who they have they have Natalia who like fine, Alexa, who like fine, but then Naomi and Dana Brooke. <laughs> Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke's back, yeah. Dana fucking Brooke. Bringing back their big guns. I'd be, I'd be more, I'd be more at home in a fucking women's money in the bank match. Jesus, Dana Brooke. She's, also, she's obviously there to eat, eat the pin, isn't she? In, in the money in the bank match. Well, right, money in the bank. <laughs> She's gonna. T- she's. You no, know it's gonna. They're gonna do a, a bait and switch. They're gonna have her looking like she's gonna win it, and then she'll be taken out at the end. I've been trying to make Dana Brooke a thing, and I'm not down with. <laughs> she's still shite. Um, Bray Wyatt segment. Right, I'm gonna talk about this because I actually fucking love this. 
Oh my god, Garth, this segment. Okay, Good. so it starts off. So Bray Wyatt is painting, and he's like, hey kids, I like painting. You can get out your repressed emotions. And, which, by the way, as a songwriter, big mood. And um, so he just turns it around, and it's with his compound burning down. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's clearly not over it. Like, fucking get over your house burning down, you <laughs> fucking snowflake. But then, uh, but then he starts talking to his his um, little rabbit thing, and his little rabbit thing has like a bro, like a bro Matt Riddle voice. He's like, Bra- um, Bray isn't and um, isn't sociopath like the word of the day or something. <laughs> Is that that stupid like Velociraptor thing? Yeah, and then then the witch turns up and he's like, Oh no, you better shut up. The witch doesn't like it when you're too loud, and because like, apparently the witch is in control because it's Sister Abigail That's or some fu- shit. I hate that thing. It's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> it just needs to turn. It just comes up page here, but um, <laughs> so it continues, and, and and so like he gets called a sociopath, and he just turns around and is like, "Okay, kids, word of the day is sociopath." S O C, and just starts selling out sociopath. <laughs> it's amazing, and I fucking love this gimmick. And he kept going. I've done some bad things. We're not proud of. But you guys forgive me, right? And then, like, the stock sound effect. Yay! This, oh, yeah, yeah, this <laughs> is the most compelling thing WWE have had in a very long time. And it's been two weeks and we haven't fucked it up yet. Which is, which is just, hard for WWE. After, um... Didn't the some of the stockholders sort of... Well, shareholders even have a bit of a whinge about it? Yeah, because, like, fucking... They have repressed memories from their childhood, probably, of, like, a Mr. Rogers-type figure being a diddler. But, you know, fucking, he's not meant to be a good guy. <laughs> if he's a diddler, he's a bad guy diddler who gets comeuppance. He's not a diddler. He's probably not going to end up being a diddler, is he? Um, Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely in real life. Please don't be one in real life. I don't, I don't think that'll be a good gimmick. But, uh, uh, fucking Dustin Rhodes has already tried it. Oh, that's right. Seven. Seven fucking sucks. Um, but his words, not mine. Um, it's one of the best promos ever. Fucking Vince Russo swerving on top of a swerve. Um, so then Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch have a bro. Problem is Becky Lynch. She's on two brands now, and she's definitely feeling overexposed. Yeah. Like she needs to be on one. She needs to be on one, and well, but then she, it's because she's double champion, isn't it? So. Yeah, but, like, fucking... I don't know. I I think there's better ways to... Like, have her on Raw one week and SmackDown next week. Go between, like, weekly, not... Not daily type thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, continuing. Um, the Edgeheads, which I'm still calling them, beats, Hawk- um, beats Hawkins and Riders. Jesus Christ, I, these notes are bad. Um, beat the Revival, who are, of course, ang- um, angry because they got film- filmed in the shower shaving each other. Um, Rey Mysterio pins Samoa Joe, um, which is, Gaff is secretly very angry inside right now. And then, like, the main event was the Seth and AJ, um, contract signing. I don't care about this feud, Gaff. I hate that I don't care about this feud. It's, yeah. It's very thrown together. Like, um, so the the contract signing's happening. And it's very... Um, AJ's going, you just want to be the next AJ Styles. And Seth Rollins like, no, I'm the, I'm the new Seth Rollins. And it's like, Seth, you were around like five years before AJ turned up. What the fuck is going on? And then like a pheno- phenomenal forearm through the table. Which, to be fair, the fact that they can do that and have it not look dumb 
is testament to their abilities. Rorish yeah. Rorish Rorish really bad this week. Like I I I actually have a list of things I would rather do than watch Raw. Would you like to hear them? Come on then. Okay, so I would rather look at Gail Kim's weird deformed plastic face. I would rather Gosh. I'd rather shit on my hands and clap. I would rather read every volume of the Yu-Gi-Oh Zexal manga. The what? Yu-Gi-Oh Zexal manga. Okay. I would rather okay. play a guitar whose um, strings are barbed wire. And <clears throat> I would rather watch every single episode of WCW in 2000. Well, WCW had not some more matches every now and then. Yeah, like the cruiserweights were pretty good, and like it's a, it's at least funny. Bad WCW in two thousand. <laughs> like you have Psycho Sid running about saying that he's half has half a brain of Kevin Nash, and then sometimes Ben <laughs> Benoit. No, no, Benoit's gone, man. So you don't even have to look at a murderer. So it's great. And whereas look, you're looking at Raw, and it's sort of like it's so tedious to get through, and it's three hours long. And then again, WCW in two thousand was three hours long. But also, I don't need to review it for the sake of a fucking podcast. I normally don't have to watch Raw. I can just coast by watching somewhat interesting segments and then hearing Rob complain. But I have to be the one complaining this week, Gaff. And, like... Tear on for the team every now and then. I can, I, I'm depressed as it is, Gaff. Like, <laughs> I, I, I have enough issues going on in my head without having to watch two Moments of Bliss segments. There was two. There was yeah, yeah. She revealed the women's champion, um, women's money in the bank, and the women's uh, and the men's money in the bank. Ugh. Is there a worse talk show segment than Moment of Bliss? Talk show segments are just shite anyway. Like... No, here's the thing. Some pe- Edge made it work. Christian made it work. Uh, Jericho uh, made it work. It worked then, but I'm just it's such an old, worn out sort of tired thing now. See, I'd, I'd, I'd call it old school and I thought you'd be down for that, Gaff. There's good old school and there's bad old school. <laughs> there's old school and there's outdated. Here's the thing, yeah. I think it could work. Once again, I, I, I was about to say with a good promo, but Alexa can be such a good promo. She is when she's like the really snarly heel. Yeah, that's the, well, that's the biggest problem. She can't decide if she's a heel. She like she was a face when, annou- when announcing men's stuff and a heel when announcing women's stuff it's like yeah. bret hart but like it's like bret hart with um america and calendar except this has some sort of air of fucking patriarchy around it which ah but anyway <laughs> i just mentioned some sort of complex political issue so we're going to move on to some good rest actually no that's a lie because the only new japan match of interest this week was a fucking goto match but um new japan pro wrestling gaff what do you think of it? I know you think nothing about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't get anywhere near enough time to be dipping into that stuff. Anyway, so the, the only match of interest this week, Garth, was Hiroki Goto versus Jay White in a special singles match at Hinokuni. Um, and it was it, it, it was passable. Like, um, it was a bit dull. Went a, felt a bit long in the tooth, despite only going about 15, 20 minutes. But um, which for like New Japan main event standards is a bit below average. Yeah. Eh. Like um, there was one good spot where Goto hit a code red off of the um second rope. That was really fucking cool. And then like there was a cool like suplex back and forth sequence at the end. And then after that, I was just fucking bored. Jay White wins with a um Blade Runner. 
Eh. But what I'm actually excited to talk about, Gaff, is wrestling Dontaku. Like, do these <laughs> names make your head hurt, by the way? Um, sometimes. Uh, when, <laughs> when, when, it's, when it's all the Japanese names flying around, I'm like, yeah. I recognise that one. I don't know who that one is. You're just waiting for, like, fucking Wasabi to come up. It's like, I know that one. And then I just get confused with some of them. <laughs> so, I'm going to t- go over um, the last three matches on both cards. And also right. um, give some light predictions. And also point out that after next week, Gaff, I'll, I'll, I'll have been on Podmania for a year. Wow. Yeah, a whole year. Have you enjoyed having me along for the an ride? anniversary? It is an anniversary, Gaff. I expect balloons, um, party poppers, cake, vodka. And what about if me and Rob came dressed as The Undertaker and Jake Roberts and crashed your party? Fucking don't. This isn't a wedding, Gaff. <laughs> Take an anniversary. <laughs> I have a one minute anniversary. <laughs> Does it, you? But here's the thing you put the snake in, but you some, there's a miscommunication between you and Rob, and it's actually a puppy. And I'm just like, lads, you shouldn't have. And, you, <laughs> and you're just turning to Rob going, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's going to be. That's going to be nice. A one-year anniversary. I do expect at least balloons. Um, anyway, so there is Ishii and Okada versus Evil and Sonata. Nice little rhyming there. And that's going to be fun. That's going to be hard-hitting as fuck. Um, both men facing each other. Um, men in the match facing each other in singles matches the night after. Um, Jeff Cobb, who I believe, Garth, you really like him, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking... He's big. <laughs> Just a big, just a is big, that your only reason? Just a big unit. He's a, he is a big unit. Um, versus Tai Chi. So like, I'm nice. I'm I'm really happy about this, Rob. Like words can't describe how happy I am about this. Tai Chi is like the perfect contender. Really? Yes, because <laughs> no one wants to see him win, apart from me. And when he does win, he'll have an amazing run. Well, if you think about it, though, they've been... He's been sort of high up on the card for quite a long time yep. now. No, that's the thing. He's, since Dominion last year, he's been in some sort of title picture. Yeah, and he's always been sort of held... Just held off it. So yeah. there must be doing something. There must be something. Yeah, he's... It's the Kofi Kingston story of New Japan, Rob, is Tai Chi. <laughs> and, like, he's perfect. And just... No, there's nothing but you can't you can you can't name one bad thing about Tai Chi. You've never watched a Tai Chi match, but you can't name one bad thing about Tai Chi. I've seen. I think I've seen one of his matches. Oh, right, he was at he, Oh no, he wasn't at Wrestle Kingdom this year. Fuck. <laughs> well, so, Tell me that cousin. Everyone gets at Wrestle Kingdom. Everyone does get. <laughs> I know Liger wasn't on the card for Wrestle Kingdom. So. Anyway, oh, yeah. and yeah. then the main event, and like this is very interesting, and I do want to talk about this very briefly, is Dragon Lee versus Taji Ishimori for the Junior Heavyweight Championship for night one. Yeah. This is the first time a non-Row 2 has been headlined by the IWGP Championship in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's mostly because uh, it, it doesn't seem like that from the outside, but Kushida was a failed junior ace. Really? Yeah, like um, he couldn't sell out anywhere bigger than Corican, but Corican always sells out. So he, so he held the um, championship. 
Kushida, yeah, yeah, several times, and it it was always felt, you know, okay, you know, like when something slightly interesting was happening with um in WWE with the world title fixture, and then they suddenly panic and put it on Cena or yeah. Orton. That's what Kushida was kind of like, except Kushida's slightly better. Like he's really good. Don't get me wrong. Like his matches are amazing, but he doesn't get my blinds are burning. Or anyone's like, for example, they tried to build a J, the J Cup around him back in 2016. Mm-hmm. They didn't draw, and um, unfortunately, there hasn't been a Japanese J Cup since. And like, it's a shame because like there was some pretty cool stuff throughout that J Cup. Like, um, Tai Chi kept winning through shenanigans to be like the perfect heel to overcome. Yeah. But then yeah. Kashida sort of just did it too easily, and this is after Tai Chi beat Liger in two minutes. So, yeah, so, I don't know, like, with Kushida gone, like, as anemic as the division might seem at times, I think it's overall good, because it does allow the juniors room to grow, and, like, Ishimori and Dragon Lee are going to burn the fucking house down. I was just going to say, like, the thing with that, that whole promotion, it always seems like they let somebody go, but they've always got somebody in waiting. No, that's what I love about New Japan. Like, for example, they this year they've lost Omega, the Bucks, and um, Cody, Elgin, Cody, and Hangman Page. Hangman. Yeah, they've lost so many, but it's still a compelling product. It isn't, with the exception of the tag team division, everything feels like it's on course. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm probably happy about. Um, night one. Night one looks really fun. Not quite. Um, looks much better than night one last year, with which was headlined by um Cody versus Bushi and um Kenny versus Hangman. Yeah. But anyway, night two. Um, some p- points of interest. Um, a point of interest I'm going to point to you, Gaff, is Liger and Suzuki are feuding. <laughs> well, um, slow but hard hitting. No, I guess. here's the thing. They're not actually in set in matches, but like um, Liger challenged Suzuki, and Suzuki can't beat Liger at Liger's thirtieth anniversary. He um, Liger wants Suzuki to retire, which means Suzuki's winning. But yeah, <laughs> like Suzuki's not going anywhere. Although Suzuki's just just starting to get to the point, yeah, where like his matches aren't stellar, and like this G one will be very telling. But anyway, matches on this card. We have Will Ospreay and Dragon Lee versus X and Taji Ishimori. X. X. Right, so there's two people it could possibly be. Um, it is... Me and Rob's chief theory is that it's um, Phantasma. Right. Who is the guy who just headlined at Defiant against Pac. And has oh, been yeah. teased for months, months and months and months in like, the New Japan Cup. But also heavy rumours um, pointing towards Hiromi, oddly enough, to join Bullet Club. Who's sort of... Well, it's Tamatonga, isn't it, running Bullet Club at the minute? Yeah. But problem is, <laughs> Hiromi was such a... Uh, he, he is a very LIJ gimmick. Like, he can't really work anywhere but LIJ. So I, I don't see that being the case, it being Hiromi. Yeah. Especially since um, Bullet Club already has three juniors in Phantasmo, Ishimori, and Robbie Eagles. So. I I understand this is like you talking to me about the 80s, but. or films, but. (laughs) 
it's uh, hard because I don't know who's like sort of lying in wait. Um, in in terms of the title picture. Yeah. Um, like Shingo is a big one right now. Show's being built up quite well. Um, it's weird. Like we're not going to know the proper lay of the junior division until after Super Juniors, so I'll report back on that in about a month. Um, then we have Sho, Yo, and Kotobushi versus Shingo, Bushi, and Naito, and like Yo's taking the pin here, definitely. Um, Ishi versus King of Darkness, Evil. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, I I have tingly feelings. I, I like I like Evil. Like. You like Evil? I was about, I thought you were going to say yeah. you liked Ishi. I like them as well, though. They're both fucking great. Again, just bruises. They're just, yeah, they just kick the shit. By the way, have you seen the still from Walter versus Ishii? No. Wal- like, Walter slaps Ishii, and it looks like, it- like Ishii does what he normally does and leans into the chop. <clears throat> so, like, you take a Walter chop, which is already taking skin off, and then you have Ishii leading into the chop. Probably not very clever to do that, is it? Ooh, yeah, fucking uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, to say the least. And then it's headlined by Okada and Sonata, which, to be fair, Okada and Sonata from the New Japan Cup Finals is a low-key match of the year. <laughs> As in, like, under-the-radar match of the year, not low-key, senshi match of the <laughs> year. <laughs> There's not many low-key matches of the year anymore. But this, this I'm excited. Do you, what do you think of Sonata? you because I know you know who he um, is. It's it's weird because I remember him from TNA. From TNA <laughs> the originally, when blue he dude, and absolutely ruined him. Oh, fucking! Made him look like a fucking Power Ranger or something. Oh yeah, um, the, they were trying to go for like an old school mutant thing with him. Yeah, but um, it didn't really work, especially since he was basically James Storm's bitch. Exactly, and then he came back for a sort of couple of sort of one-off appearances, but, I mean... Have you seen his beard? Because you think how much better he is now, or how much more... He was a VIP for me last year in the G1. He was, like, the big surprise for me. Well, then, at the um, Wrestle Kingdom, he was amazing. Yeah, exactly. That was the only real thing I saw. You should should watch, if you get time, his match against Okada. I I don't mind... I don't... I wouldn't be surprised if you don't have time, because it is a half-an-hour-long match. But... Oofed, like he's really good. Sonada's improving all the time. Like he feels like a future champion. Yeah, they definitely. Um, you can see, they definitely sort of. In the next sort of two to three years, how old is Sonada actually? Sonada is thirty-one, so he's still a young man. Yeah, like he's he, he's old. He's is he younger than Rob? I don't know how old Rob is. <laughs> I don't think Rob's. Yeah, is he? Is he not? Fucking, I'm, I'm actually. I, 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 this feels bad to say, but I'm surprised. <laughs> he carries himself like he carries himself older. Um, but wiser, <laughs> wiser. <laughs> <laughs> With age, does not always come wisdom. I mean, my twin's five minutes older than me, and he fucking no shit. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you okay there? Yeah. <laughs> <Correct>. yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's the end of New Japan. I, th- I think we're actually we're actually flying through this here, Gaff. Yeah, we're only oh, I I, I say that we're thirty five minutes in, but <laughs> and like but you haven't seen anything we've talked about yet. So I've basically been talking at you for the last half an hour. But now, Gaff, we get to have an actual conversation because it's time. Sure. <laughs> like in, unless you decide to rebel. 
Hey. hey. <laughs> that was nice. really bad. That was really fucking bad. Rebellion, Gaff. The big impact pay per view. This is the first pay per view since Homecoming. Yes, it is. Huh? Yeah. Um, which was. I mean, it works. It suits it. I think it suits their setup. Yeah. Not have one every month. It's like it's about as often as you get an NXT takeover, which is for mm-hmm. me, for me, like the perfect amount of time to build good feuds. Yeah. And from what I understand, these have been decent feuds. So we'll go. We'll go over the story briefly over each match. Um. But as it stands. Like what? Did, what? First of all, what your what were your other impressions going in in terms of the build? I think it's been really good. I mean, the, the sort of go home show was a bit light on sort of content. Yeah, but it moved the stories on, and it got across a couple of the people, like people like Ace Austin, who they are. Oh, I have thoughts on Ace pushing. Austin, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, the pushing him, so he sort of got a win, sort of just beforehand. They really pushed the sort of entire storyline with Jordan Grace. Did you see that where she attacked Jordan Grace at the gym? No. Tyre attacked Jordan Grace at the gym um, and tried to sort of choke her out with the while she was lifting the weight. Oh, wow. So Jordan Grace sort of threw her off, uh, picked her up by her throat and choked her. But then Tyre got the best of her uh, DDT on her, like a dumbbell. Oof. Oof. Left the line. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on the dung but wow um but anyway um i i i basically only picked up what you got from what i got from when you're interviewing impact and i'm not gonna lie gaff sometimes when you're reviewing impact i'll check my text just because i don't have much to contribute <laughs> well it's like a checkout moment if you're not like sort of into yeah, like i assume you do the same during um the new japan segments so sometimes i'll zone out <laughs> yeah. I try to keep, I try to keep <laughs> you but, just come um, back yes yes Tiger Mask Tiger Mask yeah yeah um, but... I mean the, again like the go home like I say it set up a lot of stuff that you saw in this pay-per-view you had the Rascals versus Moose um, you had the Luchas just sort of saying we're basically going to come for you LAX etc um, how long's this yeah. LAX feud and Revolut we'll get into that as we go in um, and then you've had like just throw away matches Killer Cross and Woody Mack I miss the... Killer Cross in this match I fucking love him just through what you tell me about him well we did have the um, debut of the Dinas oh I cousin Cody Jake. yeah um, actually no, that... sorry cousin Jake and Cody that is a good um, segue actually into the six match challenge yeah. um, <laughs> so this wasn't announced on the because we did those predictions and that this wasn't on here there so like this was yeah. unannounced i assume but to be fair mm-hmm. these first team matches felt like a pre-show yeah definitely um so we had a six-pack scramble between pete williams jake christ aiden prince ace austin eddie edwards and cousin jake which gaff impression on the match no um, really enjoyed of really no of the dinas of oh, the dinas Seemed pretty decent to be honest. No, I mean, like the impression you do of the Dinas. Oh, my impression? Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) You do realize we can't go a week now. I know. Like, like to quote Twilight Gaff, it's my own personal strand of heroin. Um, So, who did you want to win when you saw the competitors? Um. Probably, probably it, Ace Austin because he's the one who's got the story going into this. And from what I've seen, he is 
excellent. You know, he's it, 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 oh. he's really cool, but he looks and has the name of a creator character. Oh, definitely. Like um, and, yeah, he, and he looks like a default like, like number five creator character. And then Ace yeah. Austin, he's like, I like New Japan and I want to be the Ace, but also I love the attitude era. Yeah, I mean, he did a good thing in the match on the um the sort of go home show where he had some, someone in like a sort of armbar where he was sort of pulling that twisting that arm, but he got a, and he got a card out and sort of put it between the fingers and sort of cut the finger with it. Oh, that's a Jimmy Havoc spot. Jimmy Havoc does like paper cuts. Yeah, spots. it's great. So if he does that, I think that's quite a cool thing because he does seem to pull these cards out from nowhere. Like <laughs> he's so, the middle. Yeah, um... it is. He's like, but I think he was really excellent in this match. Um, um, my favorite point of this match. all got this stuff. Yeah. This match was very much in 2007 X Division match, like no psychology, but all the moves. Yeah. Which, in fact, yeah, for an no opener, for an opener works. Like, um, for example, the I didn't note down many moves because Jesus fucking fuck, but. Um, outside dive, Jake Chris catches whoever it was into an archeo into like five yeah. people. That was unbelievable. <laughs> and then, what was your favorite spot? And then you had like the, um, I love the, um, what do you call it? The Canadian destroyer. Cause I always love that, but I love how it sort of, it failed. And then he went into a sharpshooter. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That was really good. Um, and the outside sort of hurricane runner. This because fucking Pete Williams ever hit the Canadian Destroyer on pay per view? Very rarely. Yeah, last thing because Impact still have that weird thing where like they'll use the pay per views to build their weekly TV rather than the weekly TV yeah. to build. I mean, the only reason they've been having Pete Williams on is because he's from Canada. Yeah. Because he only ever turns up when they do the Canadian shows. <laughs> good, good. Uh, that's prob- good. I mean, he, he's, he's still really fucking worries. good. Yeah. Like he's still um, he's never gonna be like match the champion, but he's still really good. He was like the athletic no frills guy from Team Canada. Eddie Eddie Edwards seemed to sort of be the odd one out here. Eddie Edwards did stick out like a bit of a foot. Like mostly because he's like had relative success within Yeah. That's what I mean. He's sort of he's had a story. It was almost like then sh- again. It's also almost like shit, we advertised Eddie Edwards and he's not on the card, put him somewhere. But it was like I thought it was a solid opening. This it was perfect to get the crowd going. This was a proper good spot vest. Like this, this got me into the pay per view and sort of helped me through, um, through the next match. But I'd get, I'd give it a seven. I think it was proper solid. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. Yeah. And next we had the Rebellion DVDs are already on sale. <laughs> I've only had to stop themselves. It's like pre-order. This is a pre-order because it's going to take months to get all that sorted for the five DVDs they'll sell. Um, and then a Sammy Callahan promo, which was one of the only good promos of the night. <laughs> Pretty good, yeah. Like, um, he said the same thing that was said in the hype package building up to the match, but it was still a really good promo. Well, he was going to break his legs. <laughs> yeah, um, but it was still really good. It's a, it's a Sammy Callahan promo. Sammy Callahan's Dean Ambrose, who hasn't stopped caring. Um, it's good because there's feeling there, genuine feeling. Yeah, like you can tell these two, like you can tell there's somewhat of a truth. Like, not not that they hate each other, but, like, within what he's saying. Like, I do believe he loves Rich One in a non-sexual yeah. way, we presume. <laughs> um, anyway, but does he fucking hit squad, Garth? Oh, fucking... <laughs> yeah. Aren't they gone? Weren't they done? They were. What happened? Um, 
Well, they keep coming out and they just have these daft <laughs> like matches. So they're one, they're one night stand, but one fuck off. Exactly. I. Um, this was just basically to get Scarlett Bordeaux on the map. Oh yeah. The card. <laughs> when Scarlett Bordeaux came out with Falabar, Gaff, I, I somewhat know the story, but I need to hear it again. What's the story? Um, basically, KM's been fired. Oh, he's left. So Falabar doesn't have a partner. <laughs> and um, they and thought, you know what the natural replacement is? Well, Scarlett he, Bordeaux. He didn't have somebody, and they had um to get her on. They had sort of Gamma Singh slagging off women wrestlers and they had um, obviously they had Disco Inferno doing it and it should be him um, and you know how they're going to solve that a fat dude yeah <laughs> um, they had last week they had sort of the, the tag team match where Scarlett and uh, Fala sort of beat them but to be honest it wasn't a bad match this was no this was a perfectly serviceable match Mm-hmm. And... and I think like me and Rob always used to joke about the Desi shit squad and stuff, but I think they're capable. The like the, the one impact, really the one impact I was on that they were on was them, actually it was them versus Falabar and KM. Yeah, and um, I did say like they had some decent double team moves. They've just got no character. They're not. Very they're much they're like of... the Singh brothers minus the charisma. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> It's like total sort of um, stereotypical character. But anyway, um, um, Scarlet hits a crossbody to the outside, which was actually pretty damn good. It was like a really good crossbody. I thought um, um, Roy hit doing that rushing into the ringside was pretty oof, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the problem is when you can contextualise it with a lot of the other things that happened later in the show, it's sort of, it, it is, yeah. it's quite natural for it to slip out your mind. Yeah. And then um, she wins with a dude buster. Which yeah. was very impressive considering her size. She's just, just like, for all the build up that she had, and it was shocking the, the shit that she was doing, all that basic attitude era mm-hmm. diva shit. She's really good in the ring. She's actually pretty good, yeah. Like, um, like, uh, Rana's were pretty awesome. And yeah, but problem is you can, so anyone, you can, anyone can do a really good Hurricane Rana if um the other um the other person's that much bigger. I'd be interested. Yeah. I'd like I have heard she's really good against women, but like there's a natural size difference there. Like it's easier to have um make your spots look good against someone so much bigger than you. She did like a really good sort of um, Rana into a crossface. That was good Which, as well. Yeah, I always like I always like that move anyway. That is a really good move. Um, I'd give this a five. It's serviceable. I'd give it a six because it was. Actually, it was... you know what? Yeah, because of the crossbody, I'd give that. A, the crossbody alone gives it a six. So I'll I will I'll agree with you there. Yeah. Um, next we had v- Moose. I fucking love Moose and the <laughs> North. I'm just gonna call them absolutely resplendent. I'm 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 going to call the North Newcastle from now on. Um, versus the Rascals. Who I'm gonna dub Glasgow. Um, so Moose and so it's Moose and Newcastle versus Glasgow, and you know what? This the the Rascals. I've I've not seen a ton of it. I've seen a few. We've at Desmond Xavier, but that's about it. I know they're like used a lot in PWG. Yeah. The the three man offense here was really impressive. They're such a sort of slick. They're so team. like Lij. And Ben, like they're just a ring below Lij in terms of being a slick yeah. six man. But I mean ooh. that move where they did the finisher off the ramp. Mm-hmm. Fucking, where he does the? I mean it's such a good finishing move where he does the sort of run and then in midair he 
does pushes them. Mm-hmm. That was it's unbelievable. Off the ramp as well. <laughs> um, that like they're proper, but like the problem is though, X Division is definitely best ceiling. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Which is a shame, but also at the same time that's reality. Um, really good. You never get, especially watching WWE and New Japan, where they're sort of segmented. You never get to see really good big versus small men matches anymore. Yeah. And this yeah, was that. Moose, Moose is um pretty like agile for this guy his size. Oh fucking yeah! Like. He, and he's very versatile as well. Like, he can do this with the cruiserweights, and then, like, he has really good matches against, like, big brawlers. Yeah. So, like, he's really versatile. Yeah. Like, Moose is a star. Like, Moose is, was the obvious star in this match, and that's not just because of what he was wearing. I love his hair. He always does this, this sort of standing drop kick from mm-hmm. on the top. Oh, it's um, one thought, of the best drop kicks in the business. I was really impressed with that, Josh Alexander, as well. Yeah, I've, 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 never, really I've never seen him. I've absolutely, I, I, I've seen his partner. What's his partner's name again? Um, Ethan Page. Even he's, yeah, he's, I've he's, seen a ton of Ethan. Yeah. I've seen a fair bit of Ethan Page. I've not seen much of. Um, what's the other dude's name again? Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander, and he's really good. Um, they're both really yeah. powerful. Problem is, Impact has sort of had a lot of big, powerful dudes. So they do get lost, yeah. I do see them getting lost in the shuffle. Like coming out of this, you have Cage, Moose, Cross, um, and Elgin above above these yeah. two. So I can see why they've ran to the tag division. I, but, just, the fl- I just thought the flow of the match and the oh, it flowed really the like there was just... never a point where things felt like it, they went wrong. Like everything clearly went off to perfection here. Like the bit where Des sort of went flying off the back of. Josh Alexander and everybody. Yeah, fucking... fucking uh, and then uh, Ethan Page basically using... Was it Dez as the razor's edge to break a pin? Yeah, no, um, Dez was getting pinned. It was one, I don't know any of their names, but like got thrown into them. Fucking... It's, was one of them called Bez? Because if so, I think fucking ha- Happy Monday should get on them. Dez, Wentz, and uh, Trey. They should really get Bez. Um... <laughs> That that would make him so much better. Like just in the middle of a ring, spots are happening around him, and he's just dancing. Um, what would you give this match? I'd give it a seven. I okay, I'll give it a. Oh, I'll give it an eight, but it just—I think it was just in the moment. I was like, it just had his bit amped. Um, this is a very indie match, and I watch a lot of indie matches, so I think that's why I might give it a seven. I won't argue with you because you're more emotionally invested into this. So yeah. I just like—I thought it set. set all of the teams up quite well as well. Yeah, no one look no one looked bad coming out of this. No, not at all. So yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you with an eight. I'll be generous. <laughs> and then moving on, we have Tyre versus Jordan Grace. Oh, this was not good. It was alright. It was It is passable. It's Tyre, I'm telling you. No, that's the thing, I'm starting to see like I'm because I keep forgetting everywhere I've seen Tyre has been a very heavily edited environment. Yeah. With um fucking and the, she's never been stolen a show on Lucha Underground, which is hard because everyone's stolen a show on Lucha Underground. <laughs> fucking, but but Paul London was stole a show and he didn't even fucking wrestle because he killed a rabbit with a magic hammer. Paul London. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Paul London is actually like a weird presence. He like he's like in an Alice in Wonderland rabbit tribe. Really? And they're feuding with some lizards. Shit. <laughs> Why aren't I watching that? <laughs> Because it's not on in the UK and I got my way to what I to find it. True, it's not. 
it was actually funny. I met Mike Stryker at a What Culture event, and I was talking to him, and I was like, he was. I was talking about. We were talking about Lucha Underground, and one of the dudes there was like, "Oh, I don't get to watch it because um, it's not here." And he's like, "It's not on over here. Just daily motion it." Yeah. Um, it's weird. Though. I paid I like a, to watch it. I paid like there's a, on Amazon. There's you can get the uh, what's what one is it? it it's uh, you know how they like have separate packages on Amazon Prime. Oh, like the the sort of like in app apps. Yeah. Sort of thing. And there's one of them where you pay like a five a month and you get on Lucha Underground's in it. So I watch literally right. nothing else on that, but I pay five pound a month to get Lucha Underground. <laughs> it was taught totally coming to Netflix, but oh, it's on Netflix in the US, just not in the UK. Right, it's ridiculous isn't it um but anyway so this match um i, I thought this match was going to be hype when it started to be honest because it started out, out basically with a power bomb on the apron and it sort of i mean it went downhill jordan from there grace, jordan grace got straight into it jordan is amazing though then she did like a pretty nasty scent on off the top mm-hmm. off the middle rope um and then tires just got on top and yeah she was hitting all sorts, but Jordan Grace just kept getting off. Here's the thing. When Jordan Grace is in control, this was interesting. When yeah. Ty was in control, fuck off. <laughs> like, seriously, I don't know how you put up I with it. Watching this, she, I don't know how you put up with her every week. Because after Bound for Glory and this... She looked like she was just blown up. Yeah. Like, she doesn't look like she's conditioned for long matches. Which is weird, because yeah. like, she's in Mexico where you're going to have to go very far. Um, very fast, very consistently, and she's just—I don't get it. I don't get why she's doing so bad. Like she'll be training with Johnny Impact as well, who doesn't get blown up. And yeah, I don't know. Like I can—I—I I I think this would be a good point to take the title off her. She's had it for what six months now. Yeah. What November, December, January? Yeah. So take the belt off her. Jordan Grace is a great champion. Like I thought—I thought the work in the arm and stuff like that was good and. The work of the arm was fundamental, but at the same time, she didn't make it interesting. True. It was just... I just seemed to... Yeah. (laughs) Meander. It was... was, I mean, it was quite quick. The match was quite... The match wasn't long at all. It it felt like a piss break match. This wasn't the main women's match on the card. Yeah. I'd I'd give it a five. I'd give it a five. It's like, it's passable. There's nothing bad. No botches. Just... And I don't see what at this point, Taya gets out of keeping the belt as well. Yeah, and that's the thing. You put the belt on Grace. She keeps an undefeated streak, and she's based, she's beaten Taya, um, she's beaten everyone on the roster as Jordan Grace already. There's no point in having her lose here. She's lost, she'll lose a lot of momentum going forward. Yeah. And it's a shame, because she's just amazing. Also, fucking, she's great on Twitter. Like, she'll, compl- she'll complain about people, but like, in a funny way. And like, fucking... Kelly Klein, who just goes, oh, everyone fucking sucks. How dare you not like my matches? You're sexist. It's like, no, we're not. You're fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Kelly Klein. But no, she's great. And also, actually, she has some great banter with Gresham, which I'd hope so because they're fucking engaged and all that. And like, if you don't have banter, you shouldn't be marrying. Isn't Mm. that right, Garth? Yep. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> have banter with your wife. I mean, I'm not married, so I can't say that. But Garth agrees, and he's married. So, sorry, ladies. Well, not quite, but might no. as well be. <laughs> sorry, ladies. Um, <laughs> but you can still find me on um, Tinder. Anyway, um, next we have a crazy cat lady interview. I mean, Gail Kim. And... <laughs> 
Fucking. I, I, she's, she's looking. She's looking like that more. She's looking, like her face looks like a lasagna being dropped. Like not a dropped lasagna. It's like in the middle of being dropped. Like she looks like she has a. She can't emote. It's like she's had a stroke on both sides of her face. Uh, wow. No, that's the thing. But the thing is, facials are so important in wrestling. So when you like sort of get so much plastic thrown on you and you can't emote, it takes away so much. And I, just... I understand that's probably not how plastic surgery works. <laughs> just throw plastic <laughs> on you. I know this wasn't a good promo. No, it was... like she's clearly not, she's clearly forgot how to cut them. Well, it was just normal, wasn't it? It was like sort of run of the mill. Yeah, this this was something you'd cut on a weekly TV, not on the pay per view. Yeah, she's never been a great promo. No, no, like but thing is, she hasn't been like compelling since. Her feud with, I want to say, who's the blonde girl? I've got who is um, married to Drew McIntyre. Really feud with um... Scar- oh, not Scar- I was about to say Scarlet Bordeaux, like Scarlet Bordeaux before Scarlet Bordeaux. She was the knockout was... rep. Tiffany. Yeah. Um, What's her name in fucking she Impact? She was WWE, didn't she? Yeah. She, yeah. It's like, she, when she came back to TNA, she had some good matches. The problem is the knockouts division was so anemic. And yeah. No, she's really good. Like, people forget how good she actually was. Like, watch any of the matches with Kong or, like, that blonde girl that I can't remember the name of. Yeah. Um, she's fucking amazing. But anyway, then we went on to Sammy versus Rich One. <laughs> I enjoyed this. I'd, I'd, I'd let you talk first. It was just, it was just a fun, crazy... Plunder. It, it wasn't anything different than a Noble's Bard normal match. It was OVE rules, which meant hardcore. Yeah, why? Why can't? Why can't we just say hardcore and no DQ? Like we have this for Metal Mayhem, and I mean, it's all the same rule set. Exactly, it's, and it still always ends up in the middle of the ring. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, but it was a fun match. It was you could tell these two know each other, and you tell that they just basically said, "Do what you want." Very nice a problem, Gaff. There's fuck all selling in this match. That's true. Uh, like. Like I understand this is normally the complaint you're having and not me, but it was like I I have a very high to- watching New Japan. You sort of have to have a high tolerance for some kind of no selling. Mm. It there there was a power there was a power driver on the apron within five in, within five minutes of this match, <laughs> and they no sold going through a fucking barricade. They no sold uh, a fucking pa- snap power driver off of the second rope onto Lego bricks. Barely Which got. I a, was funny. Ba- no, I love the Lego bricks part, but it barely got a two count. Yeah. And like, so like when eventually Swan did win, it did. It, didn't... it wasn't a climax because it wasn't even the craziest parts of the match. The craziest yeah, parts that... of the match happened within the first seven minutes. I've got that written down. Actually, I've got it written like so for all the things that they've done in the match. Neither of them were actually really laid out. Nothing. Nothing was bad. Nothing was done badly. But this match. But this match played in reverse, basically. <laughs> and it's just it's not good Gaff. like I'm sorry but the, the, this is a fundamental of wrestling and we couldn't do it no I, I mean I, like I say I enjoyed it but this was my worst match of the night really yeah I had no fun I watching this match, match. It, there was no escalationist imagine if I was about to give an end game spoiler imagine if Infinity War started with everyone dying <laughs> and then just meandered for the rest of it that's basically yeah. what this match was it just seemed a bit um, 
No, well, like you said, it wasn't. This is the match you have on the trampoline. It just went from zero to 100 mile an hour, and that was it. Yeah, I'm giving it four. I I know you'll give it higher. I'm not arguing with you too much, but 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 like, there was no suspense in this match because of the build and because of what I knew coming into it. It had a lot more meaning, I think. I mean, this has been bubbling for a long time. No, I understand that, Mike, yeah. but like the match itself. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm not. I've wrote, I've wrote down six. Want to meet in the middle with five? Yeah, go on then. But I, I didn't. I, I didn't. At no point did I want to fast forward it or not watch it. I, did, I didn't want to fast forward it, but it was basically it was because basically it was this or watching No Country for Old Men again. So. <laughs> not enjoy it then. No, I'm sick of the film. For, okay, like we should probably quickly explain that. So, like for my last assignment for uni, I am putting. To, I'm soundtracking No Country for Old Men, and actually, I have some pretty good songs in there. And actually, I get to mention wrestling in it because I'm using fucking In Time, which was used in a WrestleMania promo. But so, what are you doing? You're creating a new soundtrack. Not a new. Well, there's no soundtrack to No Country for Old Men. I'm sort of just like finding scenes and then saying what mu- what music I put in the scene and why. Right, okay. Okay. It's actually quite a fun assignment, but I'm sick of the fucking... I'm never watching No Country for Old Men again. Um, <laughs> anyway, so next up was a Tessa Blanchard promo. It's really good. <laughs> right, Gaff, get, calm down. It wasn't that good. <laughs> it was she, intense. It wasn't... No, that's the thing. Like, okay, the content was good. Like, she she hit the cues. She put over her opponent while also, while also explaining why she's better. It was like... Great in that sense. And then um, Tully Blanchard came on and all good. All good. But, but she she sounded like a deer in the headlights. Really? You think? Yeah, she sounded like she was sort of rushing through it. Like she was, they had only so much time with Melissa Santos or something and they were rushing their way through it. Because I was looking at it thinking she was, it just looked like she was really sort of amped for the match. Maybe, like the, but sort of maybe, but like, get out there. I, I, this was a bit of an uncomfortable promo for me. Um, those, the only good promo in my opinion all night was, um, the Sammy. was the Sammy Callahan promo because I didn't mention it earlier. It was a Johnny entire promo, and oh my god, neither of them can talk. It's fucking. Johnny's awful. Johnny Impact's fucking terrible. That's the thing. Normally, bad. Um, anyone can cut a bad heel promo, but he can't. Like fucking. I'm I'm glad he lost. We're getting ahead of each other here, but um. Anyway, Gale versus Tessa. I really really enjoyed it. This was a pro. That was an excellent match. It's very it's very close to being my match of the night. Um, yeah. I I didn't I thought the ceiling on this was seven out of ten, and it did break through that. Like um, Gale's first of all, Gale's husband. <laughs> like fucking, I don't know why she's. Doing all this plastic surgery in the attempt of looking younger, because next to fucking him, it looks like she found the fucking fountain of youth. <laughs> like she should be sort of yeah. I don't. Sort of I, patriotic. I didn't. Even, I didn't know it was Scottish. To be fair, and to be fair, most people don't know I'm Scottish until we mention it. But uh, True. anyway, so she's there. Um, Tolly Blanche is there. He's also old, but like. Not married to Tessa, so it isn't. Actually, I found out something shocking today, and it made me slightly unhappy. Tessa Blanchard is only eighteen months older than me. Oh yeah, she's twenty-two. She's twenty-three. She's I I looked this up before. Both her and Jordan Grace are twenty-three, and I'm sort of like, what am I doing with my fucking life? <laughs> <laughs> fucking. But anyway, so um, but 
Um, probably Trevor. There's a p- point. Actually, I'll let you. I'll show you have more notes here. But like my favorite part of this match were a when they pulled like each other into the ring post. Yeah, that and, was like, a good spot. And yeah, and then figure four through the ring post like the Brett spot. Yeah, and then um, Tessa did that like Phil Nelson. And, and apparently this is a move she does often, but I know it's like a Johnny Gagano move. Picks her up, mm. throws her down, but like from the fucking ramp. Oh yeah, that was fucking <laughs> Yeah, like... Um, Cause I, d- I, didn't, I didn't think she was going to do that. She did it, and it was one of those... But here's thing, that's, like, that's not as crazy as anything that happened in the match before. But it had more uh-huh. impact, because they were fucking selling. Yeah. <laughs> Rich. I, I love that, and then it was um, like the sort of there was a really, really awkward sort of corner code breaker by Tessa. That was a bit awkward. Um, they call it the well, Magnum, she do, she don't does they? That. She does that quite a few times, but um, and it looks like the sort of crumbling. Yeah. I guess it's part of the cell. But um, I like that she uses that as a sort of, it's a sort of signature. Mm-hmm. But then again, fucking everybody uses a code breaker. Yeah, like, well, not everybody. Um, basically, every, there's at least one person in every promotion who uses the codebreaker. That... Um, but I just thought it was really, really good. Just this is proper good. Um, I can't. What's the finish? I can't remember the finish. Um, there's a top top rope codebreaker, like the mm. sort of the choke. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And then, now I remember. And he tapped, and then they had a, like a bit of a embrace. So it looks like Tessa's yeah. done some sort of face turn. I don't think it was a face turn. Like this just happens after. I think it was a passing of the torch moment. She put it on Twitter as well, saying this that was an unforgettable moment. Blah blah blah. So maybe they're just trying to get put Gail over since they ruined her retirement so much. This did feel like very much like a sort of last retirement because like her last match was against Ali and Winter. I think is her name, and it was wow. shite. <laughs> <laughs> Like um, Winter could was meant to be like this big um powerhouse, but she couldn't get um well, Ali up. Bloody, it's what you call her. It's uh, thingy Birchall. Oh fuck! I, I thought I recognised her. Yeah, no wonder it's shit. Katie Birchall. Is yeah, it? fucking Paul Birchall's. Um, because apparently Paul Birchall went away for a while, stopped being a pirate, came back, and stopped being a pirate or something because, like, he was banging his sister and he wanted to settle down and all that fucking... That was Vince's... Uh, Vince... The one uh, thing Vince had control of Vince in thought, ECW. That was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh, he's fucking his sister. Like, I want to fuck my daughter. Um, I do yeah. sometimes worry what people hear <laughs> when I'm recording the oh, podcast. Everything in context. Yeah, like, I've actually taken to not putting headphones in when I'm talking to my mates, just so people can hear that this is just in the context of the conversation. Um, but I'd give this an 8. Yeah, I've got yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Really good. Uh, this is actually a very high average, like, if it wasn't for the women's match and the hardcore. Anyway, mm-hmm. the Cage versus Impact match. First of all, Lance Storm looks like Baron Corbin's dad, but, like, he's really angry because <laughs> his... <laughs> he always looks... Well, obviously it's his catchphrase, but he always looks super serious. Yeah, but like he looks like he's really angry that Baron Corbin is like him but taller. <laughs> like, I, 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 like, I, you, I, but like, odd thing. Are you tall? Question: Are you taller than your father? Um, about the same. Ah, you see, I'm like two inches taller than my dad, and he always looks slightly annoyed about it. <laughs> um. Uh, Saying that, I mean, my dad's in his 60s, so he's probably shrunk a bit. Ah, so's my, da- so's my dad. He's like 64. Um, <laughs> a little bit of information for you there. Uh, 
cage with a ton of power um, power moves at the beginning of this. It was like a Brock match. Like It was like a squash. I thought it was going to be a squash at yeah. the beginning. Um, cage with a bunch of power moves. F5. Um, then Johnny turned it around. It was actually a really fucking cool spot. Um, reverse get, yeah, suplex. German. Gets out. Um, gets out. And then German from the rope. That was really good. Um, that bit where um, Johnny... Uh, where um, I need to say Luke Cage. Brian uh, Cage sort of just picked Johnny up from the pin. Mm-hmm. And just overheads... Like overhead slamming and standing moonsault. Yeah. So good to Frank here. Unbelievable. Um, Spanish fly from the ramp to the floor. Mm. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, um, there was a cool springboard spear from, at some point from Johnny. Yeah, I like that. that. He does that move quite often. Oh. Um, it's not as good as Flip Gordon's um, springboard spear, but you know. But then you've got that um, fucking where he sort of kicks um Johnny Johnny Impact kicks Brian Cage and his head mm-hmm. hits the, the railing and it busts like absolutely splits it open. Yeah that was Stood all over the show. Uncomfortable. Um yeah. there was a power bomb through a table at some point. Cool. Um Cage um so like Impact hit Cage with a belt through the through the belt to tire so um <laughs> fell on the floor pretending. Yeah, and then um, it's not as bad as when the contract fell on the floor in the last match. Where the sort of Johnny Cage had sort of hit, been hit with the belt, mm-hmm. and then uh, sorry, Johnny Impact hits him with the belt, then takes out Lance Storm. Mm-hmm. For a second, I thought Lance Storm would been busted open, but it was just the blood off. <laughs> That's uh, fucking gross. <laughs> Cage all over the floor. Um, I just love that bit where he threw the belt at Ty and just like mm-hmm. went down on the floor as if. It was Ty who did it. Yeah, I lo- <laughs> what I love is um, it's that's actually a very Eddie spot. But like the power bomb that Ty took, she it looked like she fucking crumpled. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it looked like you followed through on it as well. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, it ends with a very meh drill claw. Yeah, he looked like he was really, really sort of struggling, didn't he? Yeah. To be fair, he was rushed to hospital afterwards. Was he? Yeah. He, I, I think he's fine now, but. Yeah, um, really good. Um, I mean, I'd be surprised if you wouldn't rush to hospital after the impact from that Starship pain. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen him hit it. <laughs> he hit him with his arm. That's the thing, he has not hit that move. In, like, it's weird, I've been watching early Lutra Underground and he can hit it fine, something happened. But anyway, um, yeah. ends, um, it's a good match, but problem is they've had better matches. Yeah, like um, they especially on Lucha Underground. Was their homecoming match better than this? Uh, apart from the botch, it was a really good match. Both right? botch. Um, was it the, was it that or was it the bound for not bound for glory? Yeah, I think that was the one where they went. He went for the sort of deadlift over the rope and sort of slipped. Ah, oh, that absolutely. Sort of fell on top of him. But um, and, but anyway, Gaff, guess who turned up after I this know, match? I fucking can't believe that. I know, like fucking big. I'm not gonna listen to your allegations, Elgin. And <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna stop this because now that he's around every week, I just can't keep up with these Michael Elgin's an awful person jokes. But anyway, what do you think? This was oddly telegraphed. Like he was came out while Cage's music was still playing, but like well, there was a Titan Tron for him. And there was sort of an awkward moment where Cage was like staring up the mm-hmm. ramp. But it was a bit weird. Um, yeah. 
But I was I was like legitimately shocked to see him. Like, yeah, like he sort of just went AWOL from New Japan out of nowhere and then signed for Impact. So, is he Canadian? Yeah, that would explain it. He, he owned a big Canadian um, promotion before he gave it, he sold it, it after just, the incident. It just seems like sort of um, obviously Scott Demont. Was it Scott Demont and um, Callis? Don Callis seem to be really pulling in all the Canadians. But to be fair, Canada has a great scene, so why the fuck oh, yeah. not? Well, there was an article about Jericho where he said he he was going to sign for Impact. But then AEW happened. But then the AEW thing, yeah. yeah, where he got like sort of where he's honestly, if Jericho turned board. up in Impact, I'd be watching week to week. I think if he turned up in Impact, they would have probably doubled their numbers Absolutely. easily. Absolutely, well, but anyway. Um, Hab- so after my um, fucking cage had this oh, amazing, well, actually, quickly, what would you give the match? I'd give it a seven. I've got eight, but I'll, I'm happy to give it seven. Okay, the, the I've conceded of- enough here. I had to concede on the fucking awful Sammy Callahan match, so we'll the go end, with the ending was the ending was sort the, of the, the ending what gave it a seven for me, but um. So Elgin hitting that Elgin bomb. First of all, it did look really good. Like I like power bombs where they barely get the guy up. Yeah. But also, this probably didn't help Cage, who like I do bet has a concussion of some kind after that after yeah. earlier in the match. Um. Hopefully, I kind of hope Impact falls down the card. Because honestly, yeah, that's what, that's sort of what keeps me away is the fact. Like I love Impact's main event apart from Johnny. Um, thing is when he was injured and he was away it seemed to be better you had people like, like Penta in the main event and Aries and, uh, and Callahan and Cross and yeah so long, long story short is, please fuck off is one of them who just seems to like lord over the rest of them mm-hmm. he doesn't feel like a world champion either definitely not when he's trying to cut promos I mean he's <laughs> championship with a cut promo it's their worst promo right now. In terms of the position he's in. Probably not. Like Roman's a better promo than him. Oh yeah. Anyway, so next up was some crazy fucking shit. (laughs) LAX versus the Lucha Hombres. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let you take the lead here, Gaff. Holy shit. Um, Holy shit, it just kicked off. Yeah. Uh, Beat down with chairs. Like sort of Stereo dives out of the ring, beat down with chairs. A lot of chairs. Alex <laughs> just straight into it, set up the tables against yeah. the railings. Oh, very quickly, yeah. the crowd is very cunty during this. Always like, we want insert thing here. Yeah. Fuck yeah. off. It's, it's modern day fans, wasn't it? I did like the the sort of juxtaposition, the fact that half the fans were shouting for Alex and half of shouting for Lucia. I do like that. That was quite cool. Um, I was just this was just. Another amazing match in there. Absolutely sort of great matches. Mm-hmm. Um, just I haven't watched the other matches, but I love both teams, especially LAX. Um, their matches with the CCK have been fucking fire. They're another team that are a, a proper team, mm-hmm. and they're really like, like they're not trying. See this sort of... They're not secretly looking for a singles run. They're very happy being their tag team, and they're always on sync. They're yeah, always in sync with each other. It's really really impressive. Um, like 
the fact that there was a fear factor through chairs in this match and that wasn't the finish and it didn't feel anticlimactic <laughs> when the finish came. Take note, yeah. Sammy Callahan and Rich. Uh, I, I blame Rich one for the no selling because that's because uh, he's that I man. Mean the, the, um, do you call it the Spanish fly off the ladder? Oh, oh fuck. Okay, so Penta, um, not Penta. So Phoenix went across. Um, it was Ortiz. Yeah. Um, so went across the ropes like an old school. Grabs Ortiz, who was on the ladder for some reason, and went for a Spanish fly. Phoenix fucking necked himself. Like through the table. I sh- I shouted, "What? I- oh my fucking god!" Yeah. And fucking my brother ran in, thinking I'd hurt myself, <laughs> and I was like, oh. "No, no, no! Fucking watch this!" <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was that. That looked rough, and it looked. It was like um, Pen- um, Phoenix was not in the match after that. Put it in the context, it was like when Brock Lesnar missed his. Okay, it's not quite that um, bad. Like Phoenix isn't it? Bad, Phoenix isn't it's injured. Sort, it's sort of that sort of fall. Yeah, it's like straight on his head. Yeah, like fucking, he just didn't rotate at all, and yeah. uh, it's just fucking nasty. He's very lucky. Um, but then the ending. The ending was a bit contrived. Like, they, they had no took, need to be... It took a long time when you could see what was coming. Yeah, like, for, to be honest, I thought something... I thought it was going to be a Tower of Doom, so, like, it was a bit anticlimactic in that sense. But, oh, well, it was, like, a fork to the head, through tables with thumbtacks, <laughs> off a ladder. Off the ladder. Yeah, so it's, it's, off, it's off, like, something you'd come up with in, like, a fantasy wrestling board back in the day. But, um... I, just, I thought it was just, again, a really good match. These people just... Work so well together. They would do, but like, they the they need drops, more, they do need more teams in impact. All, all those chair drops just. Uh, we haven't even mentioned like the um like Pe- Penta does a grace driver, but we don't call it a grace driver. We did that on a chair, and uh, just like this was the best hardcore match in a ma- in a night with what two or three hardcore matches. So yeah, this was a what was it a steel. Um, Full Metal Mayhem. Full Metal Mayhem. Was... Which, like, I thought was like it was only called that when Abyss was about. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, diff- but this was this, unbelievably. You... Ama- this is uh, this was in the main event of an ECW show. People would be calling it an all-time classic. Oh yeah, definitely. It was a long. It, it had that feel to it as well. Mm-hmm. It was quite like sort of frantic. Actually, but but that's what I quite like about the arena they were in. What was it called? Like the the rebellion, the rogue Re- arena or something. Something like that, yeah. And you know what? Fucking that is what ECW would look like now. And yeah. like I've... I mean, to be fair, like this the setup, the ring, the stage, and everything was quite impressive. Yeah, it's, what, but, and like it it's, is. thing is, it's not a big arena, but because of all the stuff, it looks bigger than it is. They yeah. should run in. That should be venue impact zone. I think. Well, I think they are moving. Well, they've been they're officially a Canadian company for quite a while now. So they've been doing a lot of, like universities and stuff. I think they should stay in that yeah. place. Oh yeah, it's good. It's, 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 it's the rebel. Yeah. Something complex. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that it's like a fucking dome makes it look massive. Like it's yeah. for TV production it's fucking perfect. Um but what would you give this match? I'll give it a nine. I I've also really I have also given it a nine. Yeah, this was definitely definitely worth checking out. Oh absolutely. Check this out. Um just be prepared to wince. Yeah. Like and I'm saying that as someone who watches like Walter matches on a regular basis where he actually chops people's chest off. But um, fucking, but 
imagine if you could go that as a punishment fucking for losing predictions. But you won predictions this time around, didn't you? Did I? Um, hold on. I've got the predictions. I don't think I did. Um, did so you... Okay, so I'm going to quickly get for predictions. Quickly stall for time. Uh, yes. So, um, so what are you well, up to this weekend, Gaff? <laughs> well, I was just going to mention um, the fact that everybody at the end seemed to come out to sort of congratulate... Um, I I turned it off. I, I I turned it off as soon as they won because you had pretty much all of the sort of um, baby face come out and the for, for randomly ty- uh, Taylor Wilde was there. Um, and I was I was thinking, shit, is she gonna get another run? But then when I looked it up, it's like nah, she's a firefighter now. So a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Taylor Wilde. I don't. Who's? Yeah. I'm trying to remember who she is. She was like the all-American girl. Oh! Um, is she the one who really um, quit Impact initially because someone spotted her working at um, Sunglasses Hut? I have no idea. There was an Impact champion, um, women's champion who did that. Anyway, so... we all, really in, in terms of different... Um, I guess correct, I'm correctly with Rich one. Oh no, Rob. Me and Rob guessed correctly with Rich No, fuck Rob one. <laughs> fuck. No. You know. He's ahead of me again. Gaff, I, all that work over WrestleMania weekends. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I got, I got um, the Sammy Callahan one. Wrong. Um, you got Callahan wrong, and the rest. Um, you got Grace wrong, and you got the Lucha Bros wrong. But so, like, I came second. <laughs> so, eh. <laughs> I, mean, I think. What would you give this? As an event or pay per view, um, if I was to average it out, it would probably come around like six and a half. So I'd give it like a six or seven, seven out of ten as an event overall. Yeah. I think I had it as like a seven and a half, but yeah. But we don't I do the... we don't do things by halves here. I think I think it had a lot more good than it did. This is better than Bound for Glory. Yeah. Um, but no, I definitely sort of. It's just better than Slam Anniversary was. I think some of us might still have been a bit better. I, I've heard amazing. I've not. Apparently, I think it's what, the lowest star rating Mounts gave them Slam Versus was three and a half. So. Right. Yeah, um, I'd be. I'd, 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 I hope Sammy and Swan get low. Like, fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, moving on to our match of the week. And it's Lucha Brothers, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, are we just both agreed on that? I would give that my match of the week. Um, do you think this is going to be a match of the year contender? Like, not for me because of my tastes, but... I was going to say, it depends on... For you, is this... Because... For you, in, like, your probably, context. They, I mean... What is your match of the year so far? So far, probably... The... Um... Gargano Adam Cole match so far. Solid pick. I'd go for Walter versus Don, but you know, yeah, I, I, I I'm a sadistic motherfucker. Um, Rob's match of the week was my battle with buying an Xbox One and realizing I've made the wrong choice. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, actually, it was fucking Goto, but really my one's better because it doesn't have Goto in it. Uh, <laughs> Where, where does Impact go from here? Where, who, what do you think is going to be like the big for you going into the next one? I hope it's not Cage versus Impact again. I think, well, they're obviously setting something up with Elgin. And, yeah, to be fair, um, Elgin versus 
cage is something that would make me tune into the next pay per view. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, so, oh, we forgot to mention Slammiversary is in Texas this year. Yeah. The Alamo? No. Uh, <laughs> fucking Kip James, fuck off. Um, hopefully, they don't do LEX Luchas again. You say that. You know we'll keep saying that and then they keep bringing it back and it's always amazing. Yeah, it's sort of like the Tanahashi and Okada of TNA. Yeah, but they need to do something else. Hopefully they do something else. What other tag teams North. do they have? Oh, the North. I forgot about the North. Um, um, the Newcastle. Um, Moose hopefully can do something. Um, Moose and Cross I'd like to see go for the titles. The problem is they don't really have like a sort of upper mid card. They've got a sort of the main championship, and they've got the X division. Yeah, they don't have anything in between. I think they need some. I think they need another one. I want to see Falabar go for the for the X division championship. <laughs> I would love that. That'd Actually, now that they're bringing in intergender matches, I would quite like to see Scarlett Bordogo, Bordogo and Falabar go for the tag titles. I'm not even kidding. Have a fallout and then. Oh, the matches there, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Just Falabar is that an all you can eat buffet? And then, like, she just opens the door for the gravy and Scarlet Bordeaux's in there <laughs> and comes out and attacks Falabar. So this is like the sort of, um, the, um, Steve Austin versus Booker T <laughs> thing. Now, if, Bus- if Steve Austin turned up in the gravy, <laughs> this comes out covered in the stuff, like, <laughs> make some sort of pun, it's like, it's a gravy day for you. <laughs> Get on oh, the gravy train. Oh. Like stick. Well, it was. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, so um, I've been Chris O'Brien. That's been Garth Jackson for the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Um, I'm trying not to be too loud because I'm acutely aware that everyone is in bed. Uh, I we will be back next week probably. Um, the classic section is on hold right now, isn't it, Garth? Because all very busy people. Um, yes. Uh, uh, hopefully next week. Hopefully, um, we might be going up to three podcasts a week, at least for like a month or two. Stay mm-hmm. tuned. Yeah. Um, but do what else? Oh, fucking social. So you can find me on Candy Chris 97 If you have any um, suggestions for a new name, so Rob starts bullying me, um, feel free to tell me. Um, I'm thinking right now O apostrophe B, but I think he'd bully me more if I put it as that. So I don't know. You can I'm find. Change it to Tai Chi. Tai Chi lover? That's Taken. Was it? Yeah. Alright. And I don't want to be like Tai Chi Chubber Night Lover 97 because it's like then like oh fuck I'm that loser who has to put his um Deep date of birth, birth after saying he loves someone. <laughs> like it's just for worse. It's like being on a megal or something. We'll just put Tai Chi Lover number one. <laughs> so you can find <laughs> Jack um Mr. Jackson here at Garthamania. It was gonna. I was. Yeah. I forgot you were called Garfamania for a second. I was gonna say at Drummer Jackson and then ask when the Podmania band is gonna happen because I think we all we do all play something, don't we? Yep. Like I play guitar, Rob plays bass, and your drum. We just need to decide who has to sing. Who's the best singer out of us? Or just do like some sort of fusion jazz thing where there's no singing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just play wrestling theme tunes. <laughs> to be fair, I can play a few wrestling theme tunes. We'll write some of our own. I can fucking I can play the Bray Wyatt theme. We should do that. Ooh, we should do Mark Andrews theme. <laughs> oh, it's like pop punk. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have to try. And Rob looks like a pop punk person um, guy anyway. <laughs> like he wears like the backwards fucking cap. Like he looks like a pop punk front man. This is we're making a pop punk band, Gaff. 
Okay. <laughs> anyway, you can find us in all the places the guy, the guy um, start told us to, um, for relevant socials. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, iTunes. Mostly Everywhere. at chairshot.com, um, podmania.co.uk. Um, there'll be probably another list at some point, probably. Um, hopefully, Rob will have updated the avatars, because, oh my, like, the, <laughs> the hair on me. And, like, Gaff's beard is as if it's independent from his face, sort of like Gail Kim's movement. Um, <laughs> are you going to be glad when Gail Kim stopped turn, turning up in Moon Park, so I stop insulting us? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just... Uh, shit, shit. They've got enough to cover it. Yeah, um, to be fair, now that Elgin's on, he's going to get most of my impact draft. Um, <laughs> anything else? Fucking, there has to be something else. Um, I think that's it. Oh, right, you can um, find me on Tinder. Okay, bye, people. Bye.